Hello, and welcome to the Thrive in Change podcast. I'm Shannon LaBruyere. Hello, everybody. Hello, hello. It is me, Shannon LaBruyere. I am live and loving it tonight. So excited to be here with you to help equip you to thrive in change. I want you to thrive in the change that you love, that you couldn't wait to happen, that you've chased for years, you've dreamed of. I want you to thrive in that change. And I also want you to thrive in the change that comes at you from out of nowhere and you didn't want it but you can learn to thrive in both. And that's why I'm here. I'm so excited that you're jumping on and joining me tonight. Thank you so much for being here. I am coming to you, as you can see, not from my usual studio, but I am coming to you from beautiful, wintry West Branch, Michigan, at our Labruyere Cottage on a lovely little lake in mid northern Michigan and we are celebrating our anniversary 37 years and this is where we chose to do it a place where we got to spend time with our family raise our kids uh, just I don't know lots of good memories so it's a privilege to be able to come to you from here but as you can see it's a little rustic this might be a bunk bed back here so anyway welcome I'm glad you're jumping on so glad that you're you're chiming in tonight and leaning in to learn how you can navigate your changes better so tonight we are let me see talking about decisions 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 and some of us hate to make them and some of us love to make them so we're going to talk a little bit about some rules of thumb when it comes to making decisions i'm going to equip you with some good information that i think is going to help you as you move down the road any decision that you make looking at when are you making it uh, what time of day is it so who knew that that mattered but it does but before we jump into that, I want to share, let me see. All right, so last week, our Thrive and Change principle was bring the honor, hashtag bring the honor. And I loved hearing from some people who went and downloaded that from the Sunday Night Live with Shannon LeBruyere group. I invite you all to go there. Uh, it's growing and there's good stuff for you. In fact, tonight, after this session, you'll be able to go to the Sunday Night Live with Shannon LaBriere Facebook group. And if you're a member, you can go in and just download the Respect the Now screensaver, because that's tonight's principle, Respect the Now. And if you aren't a member already, I encourage you to go there. It's going to ask you to agree to the rules, which means you have to play nice. You have to be respectful. Regular rules. We can all do that. And it'll also ask you to answer a few questions and I encourage you to do that. Once you've done it, bam, you're in and you'll be able to see the posts we've got going there, download some of those freebies. In fact, this past week, I was so tickled to talk with somebody who actually was still rocking the Trust the Process screensaver from week one when we launched it, which is pretty awesome. However you choose to use it. I can tell you this though, I have sticky notes in my office and in various places that remind me of how I want to think and who I want to be. 
and that screensaver does that for me. This week, I'll be downloading that screensaver that says, respect the now, and every time I pick up my phone to check the time, it's gonna remind me, be present, Shannon. Appreciate where you're at right now. Don't get ahead of yourself too much, but know where you're at, be with the people you're with, all those good things that respecting the now represents. So as you guys are all jumping on, I am loving it. It's good to see you. So glad to have you here, Jerry and Eric. So glad you're here. And let's see, we are going to get started talking about how we can thrive even when we have to make a bunch of decisions and they're coming at us like the Chinese water torture. Click, 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 click. I am sick of making decisions. I for years would drive home from work after working eight or nine hours in a day. Love the hearts. Mwah. I would work eight or nine hours a day, drive home. I had a lengthy commute and I had about an hour to an hour and a half depending on what the traffic was like. And I would drive an hour home and I would be racking my brain with one of life's most important decisions ever. <clears throat> what are we going to have for dinner? How many of you have been there? What are we going to have for dinner? I don't know. What's in the refrigerator? I don't remember. I don't care if you are a mom or a dad or if you're single. You have to decide every day, what am I going to eat? What am I going to have for dinner? And I got so frustrated by that. <laughs> so frustrated it just seemed like every time I turned around I was trying to decide what to have for dinner and I'm gonna um, give you a little tip that I have given to so many people who are my private coaching clients and some of you I know are watching so you're gonna laugh I'm giving this away it is yours to keep people don't decide every day what to have for dinner decide one time what you're going to have for three weeks. Sit down on a Sunday afternoon with a pad of paper and write down every dinner that you like to make, every dinner that you know your family loves, that you know you can make, that you know that you'll do it even if you're tired. Write down all of those dinners. Put them week one, week two, and week three. And then Every Monday, week one, you can have spaghetti. Every Tuesday, week one, you know you're going to have tacos. Three weeks worth of menus. Decide once what you're going to have. Three weeks worth of menus and just rotate those babies out. This is how it changed my life. Instead of having pizza three times a week because I had no idea what we were going to have for dinner, we had a variety of things. Why? Because it was already decided. And when I went to the grocery store, you guys are hearing me. You've done this. When I went to the grocery store, I already knew what I needed to buy. I didn't have to decide. This is what making one decision that affected three weeks, actually it affected three years of my life. I rotated three weeks of menus for three years with my family. Once in a while, we'd swap something out, but I made the decision one time 
And for essentially three years, I'm not kidding, I never had to wonder what we were going to have for dinner again. Doesn't that sound beautiful and freeing? Well, there's science behind it. There's actually science behind why that is so powerful. Because there is a thing called decision fatigue. Decision fatigue, decision exhaustion. Science teaches us that our brains get tired of deciding things. And the later we go in the day, the later we go in the day, the more difficult it becomes to make a decision and the worse quality decisions we make because our brain says, ah, pfft, whatever, I don't care. And sometimes our brains are saying, Ugh, whatever, I don't care about things that we actually would care about if we just weren't sick and tired of making decisions. So we're going to talk about that decision fatigue. I see some of you are chiming in. This makes things so much better. Yes, easier to have a menu decided. Yes, think about the ease of having a menu that's already decided and what that would free up for you and your family. You and your family would know what was happening. I'll tell you what, everybody in my household every day while I was driving home, once we had phones where they could call, they were calling me. Hey mom, what's for dinner? Hey honey, what are we having for dinner? They wanted to know. I didn't know. And I was a little bit snippy. <laughs> didn't love being badgered, right? But making that decision, sitting down for two hours, making a list of 21 meals and rotating those out for three years. I'm telling you people, it was mind boggling what it did. I'm so glad you guys are jumping on. You're here just in time to hear about a scientific thing called decision fatigue. How can we use that principle, something so simple as making menus to free up our energy so that the quality of decisions we make is good? Let's talk about that. So the first thing you can do is this. You can understand that it happens whether you feel it or not. Understand that we, our brain, gets sick of making decisions whether we can feel that fatigue or not. So once we accept that it's a thing, it's an issue, we are then able to plan accordingly. So this is what I'm going to start with. What decisions can you just stop making? What decisions could you make one time and be done? Never have to think about it again. You get to pick what those decisions are. I can't tell you what matters to you. I can give you an example though. Somebody like Steve Jobs. You know Steve Jobs of Apple fame, right? He was a genius. He was a fantastic marketer. He was a fantastic innovator. Steve Jobs had to make a lot of decisions every day of his life. And some of them we still use today. We still use our iPhones, right? Some of you work on Macintosh computers. Apple is a huge company because of the energy, the thought energy of Steve Jobs. And do you, if you get a picture in your head, close your eyes, picture Steve Jobs, what do you see? You see the slim man, right? He's got really short hair, sort of balding. 
He's wearing wireframe glasses, a turtleneck, and blue jeans. Steve Jobs made a decision one time about something that wasn't super important to him. He decided that his uniform was going to be a turtleneck and blue jeans. He didn't have to think about it again. Every day when he got up, he took his shower, he brushed his teeth, he didn't think about it, and he didn't think about what he was gonna wear. Energy, bam, freed up for something that was more important. Now you might care deeply about what you wear every day, and that is a-okay, but there are other things in your life that you don't, and those are the decisions that you can automate. Now, I already hear some of you saying, I can't do that. I could never do that. I have to, there's just too many options. I need to be able to consider every one. This is the sad truth. You might start out early in the day considering every one, but by the time you get to seven or eight o'clock at night, you are not. Your brain is starting to take shortcuts. It takes shortcuts because of decision fatigue. This happens to judges. Judges before lunch, when they are faced with the, the people that they're giving sentences to, people who have convic been convicted of crimes, when these criminals convicted of crimes come before the judges, when they come before lunch, the judges take a little longer to make their decisions about what their sentence should be, and the decisions are more lenient. So, note to self, if you're ever arrested, and going before a judge and they're getting ready to sentence you to a prison sentence, do everything you can to be seen before lunch, okay? Because the ones who get seen after lunch get longer sentences. Why? Because that judge is tired, decision fatigue, considering all of the factors takes a toll. As many decisions as you can automate, you do it. Because once you've done that, you have more energy left over to make the decisions that really matter for you. Some of you are chiming in and saying, I love the idea of a uniform. Yeah, I do too. I also used to love, and I still do some, love choosing what I wear. But there is something very freeing about knowing I'm going to wear X, Y, and Z. There are some decisions that you're making early in the day, and that's when we make that's when we have our most decision-making power is early in the day when we're fresh, when we first get up, when our brain has been rested. We've had a good night's sleep, we wake up, we're feeling fresh. We do not have decision fatigue. And then we start making decisions that are causing us to exhaust our decision-making brain and they're decisions that don't have to be made. So besides the fact that I want you to acknowledge that decision fatigue is a thing and it happens to all of us, even judges, even doctors, it happens to all of us. Once we've acknowledged that decision fatigue is a thing, the next thing I want you to be aware of is this. You can move your unimportant decisions to the time of day that it doesn't really matter as much if you make a good one or a bad one. So you have read in magazines, you've read all kinds of productivity manuals that tell you plan out your schedule the night before 
for the next day, right? Sit down the night before, and I'm loving all those hearts. Sit down the night before, plan out the next day's schedule. Why? Because you'll make good enough decisions to decide what you're going to do tomorrow. And you can always tweak it when you wake up. The night before, before you go to bed, if you aren't going to pull a Steve Jobs and just wear a turtleneck and jeans, and I'm considering it. (laughs) No, I'm not. That was a lie. All right, I'm not really, but you know what I'm saying. So if you don't want to do a Steve Jobs and just pull up turtleneck and jeans every day, then the night before, decide what you're going to wear the next day. Decide what you're going to wear the next day so that when you wake up in the morning, your fresh decision-making brain gets to spend its energy making decisions that matter. Pack your lunch the night before. Let it be done so that when you get up in the morning, your powerful brain can begin gaining momentum. So this is the third thing I want you to know about decision fatigue. It is this. When we make ourselves continually make a decision about things that are not important, every time we have to stop and decide, we interrupt our momentum and flow. So because this is an example that resonates with me, if you've been to the grocery store, maybe this has happened to you. If you go to the grocery store and you have no idea what kind of toothpaste you want, you're gonna spend 10 minutes in the toothpaste aisle because every brand has five different versions and then five different sizes, right? And now we've got five times five, which is 25. And then if you've got 10 of those things, now you've got 250 decisions you have to make about what kind of toothpaste you're going to get. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? (laughs) Oh, you guys, I am loving that you are jumping on. And I love the comments. I'm excited to go through and read those after we're done with this broadcast. Uh, Shawan, hello. Pam, I'm glad to hear that your brain doesn't work in the morning and you found ways around it. Yeah, we can intentionally make decisions to get things out of the way so that we don't exhaust or overtax our brains. So here's where we're at. Decision fatigue, it's a thing. It's science and it affects all of us. Once we understand that, we can start choosing when we make some of our decisions so that we do not exhaust our brain unnecessarily. So one of the ways we can do that is d- deciding at a time when we, our brain is already tired and the decision isn't a big deal. You are not going to decide about whether you're going to buy a company at 10 o'clock on a Friday after you've spent a whole week of making all kinds of decisions. Your brain is gonna be like, doesn't matter, I don't care even if you're trying. But you can absolutely decide what's gonna be on the menu next week, right? Because no, there's no life or death decision on whether it's chili dogs or tacos, or maybe you guys eat better than I do. Maybe you're gonna have lasagna and filet, I don't know. Uh, but you hear what I'm saying. Time our decisions so that the ones that have the least weight can be made at times that are easier on our brain, that 
we don't need the brain power to make those strong decisions. The second thing we can do is automate decisions. Talking about the toothpaste, right? And going to the toothpaste aisle and you've got what is essentially 250 choices of what kind of toothpaste. I can tell you what I've done. I buy the same size tube of toothpaste, the same brand of toothpaste, the same flavor, the same style. I buy, it's a six ounce tube of Colgate sensitive teeth. I think it's got total whitening. So bam, done. I am out of the toothpaste aisle in two seconds. Why? Because I am not going to look at 5 million options for toothpaste. Some of you are, your insides are screaming. You're saying, I can't afford to think like that. Then find another place that you can make your decisions automatic so that you can stay in a flow and not have to keep interrupting yourself. We're just talking about daily habits. And how does this relate to that thrive principle? Respect the now. Understand where you're at when you're there. We have to respect that our decision-making processes are going to be stronger earlier than they are after we've been making decisions all day. Respect the now. And when we, res <clears throat> excuse me, when we respect the now, when we understand it is what it is, this is a physical thing. When we understand that, then we free up our mental processes for the things that truly matter. And that is the definition of respect, making time, being intentional about the things that matter. Respect the now. So by understanding when we make our decisions, how we make them, and automating the decisions that are draining us unnecessarily, we are making now far more powerful. Does that make sense? All right, let me see. All right, so now we've talked a little bit about grocery shopping, right? About cooking, uh, about even what we're going to wear. But where are some other areas in our lives that we can make a decision one time and then experience the benefit of that decision without the drain of making it over and over. So I want you to look at your life and think, where am I wanting to experience momentum instead of hiccup, hiccup, hiccup process, hiccup process. Like we start and then, oh, and then we start and then we, oh, Stop and start, stop and start. Where would you rather have momentum? I can tell you what changed my life. I have a bias toward this. I am not ashamed to share it. I am addicted to growth. I am addicted to becoming a bigger person, becoming a person of influence, a person of integrity. I am addicted to that because I know that as I grow, the environment around me gets impacted for good as well. I influence people more, better. I change people's lives. I get to see the change that I want to see happen in the world because I am choosing to grow. And I had to start 
automating my decisions of how I was going to grow. So I am not here to tell you that you need to join Livestream Leadership every Saturday morning, three weeks a month. I'm not here to tell you that. What I am here to tell you is, if you don't have a plan for growing and expanding, you are stifling your momentum. When you decide every week or every month, what am I going to do? Am I going to read a book? Am I going to listen to a podcast? What, what am I going to do to grow? When you interrupt your growth, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. What you're doing is you are making yourself rely on willpower, and that is hard work instead of momentum, which makes everything easier. How many of you have ever tried to get a bicycle started, right? It's in first gear. And it's like, oh my goodness, we just can barely turn that pedal, right? It's tough, it's hard. But once you're rolling, it's easier, isn't it? Because you've got some momentum. Picture a train, a giant locomotive that can go 90 miles an hour down a track. If a train is going 90 miles an hour down a track, you could put a house on the tracks and that train would blast through it because of momentum. If you put a cinder block in front of a train that's at a dead stop, it can't get past it. This is how our lives are. When we automate decisions in areas of our life that we know matter and we no longer have to think about it, we have the momentum of that train and we can blast through obstacles. But when we are in a position where we have to stop and then try to start ourselves again, it's so hard. It takes willpower. I really love frosted mini wheat cereal. I really love frosted mini wheat cereal. And for years, I made a decision, and it was this I would never buy frosted mini wheat cereal. Done. <laughs> I would never buy frosted mini wheat cereal. Why did I make that decision? Because if there are frosted mini wheat cereal in the pantry, Every night at around 9.15, I'm making a decision. Am I going to have some frosted mini wheats tonight before I go to bed? How many of you have been there? Every night, I end up having to rely on willpower to do something. When if I had just used my willpower one time to make the decision, I'm not buying frosted mini wheats. I never had to make the decision again. I've decided that I'm going to grow as a person. I have a, a subscription to Audible, and that is audiobooks. And every month I get a credit, and every month I use it. It automatically comes out of my checking account. I don't have to think about it. It's always there. Every month, the first of the month, actually it's around the fourth, the fourth of the month, I go in, I look at my credit and I say, how am I going to invest in myself this month? Because this is what I do. My decision is made. I encourage you, don't just look at decision fatigue in things like, what are you going to wear? 
When are you going to write out your schedule? What are you going to eat for dinner? Although those are very important things. You can automate things that have lasting value in your life by making a decision one time and then knowing that's what I'm going to do. I've signed up for the book club and now I'm going to get a leadership book every month. I don't have to think about it again. I know my growth is there. I so appreciate the people who come time and time again to our Livestream Leadership class. And they have paid three months in advance. Why? Because they wanted to make a decision once and they are going to keep coming. They don't have to think about it again. Where do you need to make a decision? Where do you need to decide, this is what I do? Maybe it's date night. You look at what's important in your life and you make a decision once that lasts you for a month, for a year, for a lifetime. I'm going to go out once a week with my sweetheart and we're going to connect. My decision was made and this is how we're going to do. I don't know what matters to you. You do. You know what matters. And you can decide to automate some of those decisions. And I know some of you, you are crying. I can't do it, it's impossible. It's not impossible. You got up this morning and you brushed your teeth. Did you decide to do it? Did you lay there for 20 minutes and say, I don't know if I'm gonna brush them today. I really don't feel like brushing my teeth today. I don't know, should I do it? 20 valuable minutes of your life wasted trying to decide to brush your teeth? I don't think so. You know what matters. Take a look at what matters. Understand that decision fatigue will rob you of the ability to appreciate the now because you will waste precious now moments trying to rely on your willpower to get you to do the right thing or try to make a decision that in the scheme of life doesn't matter at all. And then when the important decisions have to be made, you don't have the resources you need to do it because you've squandered that energy on things that weren't really important. Decide what's important. Automate those things so that you know those priorities in your life will remain and you aren't deciding every two weeks, is my marriage really important? You know, is my career really important enough for me to continue to go to school? Decide now it's important. Automate it so that you aren't rethinking your decision. Take advantage of the momentum that comes with it. I am delighted that you are all with me tonight. So glad that you leaned in. And thank you for tuning in to Sunday Night Live, Thrive and Change. I appreciate it so much. Don't forget, go to the website or the Facebook page, Sunday Night Live with Shannon Labriere. Labriere will post the link up in the uh, description of this video so you can easily get there and you'll be able to download your free screensavers for the Thrive and Change Principles. So I'd love for you to do it. Mwah! I love you. Farewell. So before I go, let me take a look here. Um, let me go through some of these comments because I didn't get a chance to do it while we were talking. 
So yeah, that Dawn's saying time and frustration. When you automate decisions, it's powerful, isn't it? Um, ah, Dawn has her closet set up for work and she calls them my uniform. I love it. There's a lot to love about a uniform. Even if it's one that we get to choose, it doesn't look like maybe the same every day, but if we have a system, it helps, doesn't it? Pam does the same thing. Hi, Shawan. Try going to the store hungry and don't make a list. Exactly. Talk about having no momentum, Shawan. Trying to go grocery shopping without a system, without having decided ahead of time, takes twice as long. You spend twice as much money and you buy twice as much junk, for sure. Absolutely. Making those decisions ahead of time makes a huge difference. Um, Crest Pro Health, baby. That's Dawn's toothpaste. <laughs> Jerry Holland says, I share with my Facebook family, right? It's a thing he does every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Time. Jerry Holland has a broadcast. He goes on similar to I do on Sunday Night Live, right? So pretty cool. You've committed to it. It's decided. It's done. I love it. <laughs> oh, Ron. Ron is commenting um, the cheapest option with fluoride and whitening here. You've got a system though, Ron, right? We've got systems, systems that allow us to make our decision more quickly. So even if you don't buy the same kind every time, Ron, you do have a way. All right, so now I'm gonna look for price, then I'm gonna look for whitening, bam, done. You still get to maintain your momentum. <laughs> Dawn is laughing about no salad at a dinner party. That must be an inside joke with, with Carol, I think. <laughs> yeah, don't slow the mo. Daily habits. I love it. And brushing our teeth. You guys are awesome. Carolyn, I'm glad you're here. Glad you just jumped on. We just wrapped up the lesson and we were just talking a little bit about some of the habits that we've put in place so that we don't have to make decisions unnecessarily. Because the more unnecessary decisions we make, the more decision fatigue sets in and that decision fatigue costs us it helps it causes us to not appreciate now and it also causes us to waste a lot of time and momentum and we talked a little bit about how important it is to make a decision once about the things that aren't real important uh, so that they can just be automated but also to make decisions once about things that are very important for example, personal growth. How am I going to grow? How am I going to learn? Making the decision that I will frees up so much momentum instead of causing us to always go to willpower. Exercise is a great example and we didn't even go there, did we? All right, you guys, I'm wrapping it up. Loved having you here. We will talk soon. Bye.